ഹമദുഹുനസ്തുഹുനസ്തുഹുനസ്തുഹുനസ്തുഹുനസ്തുഹുനസ്തുഹുനസ്തുഹുനസ്തുഹുനസ്തുഹുനസ്തുഹുന
he does not fulfill the rights of Allah over him, he will be in the worst position. And then there's one other, that Allah has granted neither wealth nor knowledge. And he says, if I had the wealth of so-so and so, I would have acted like this person. If that's his intention, he will have the same sin as the other. There's a lot we can take from this hadith. And maybe to start, as a reminder to ourselves, this hadith shows four types of people. The first type of person, which is in the highest position, is the doer, the one who has wealth and knowledge, right? He has wealth and knowledge, and he fears Allah with his wealth. He spends his wealth to unite and to bring his family together, to support his family members. And he knows that Allah has a right in his wealth, and as such, he spends in Allah's way. This is the highest of states, and this is what we should all aim for. But it's interesting to look at the second type as well. This is someone that has knowledge, that is, he knows what is right and what he should be doing and what he shouldn't be doing. He knows what will be good to do. He is aware of this, but he doesn't have the means. And what does he say? He uses what Allah has given him, which is his heart. And he does an action of the heart, which is a sincere intention. He looks at himself. He said, if I had money, I would spend in Allah's way. If I had free time, I would spend more time in worship. If I had good wealth, if I had good health, I would do X, Y, and Z. So with his intention being sound, he gets the same reward as someone who actually does the action. What do we learn from this first position, the second position, is that the door to good deeds is vast and wide. The door to Allah's mercy starts with a good intention. And all of us have access to this. All of us can say to ourselves, Ya Rabb. And we ask Allah to bless us with good intention because this is a gift from Allah. We can say to ourselves, Ya Rabb, give us good intention. And then say, Ya Rabb, if I had this, I would be like this. Now, many of us, we live in a time where good deeds or different things are flashed in our faces. And when we see others doing good, when we see others doing righteousness, when we see others that reach loads of people with their good deeds, there is a trap that shaitan sets. Shaitan knows that if you were to have the same intention to be like this person, you would have exactly the same reward. So what does shaitan do? He turns it around for you. He makes your heart dislike the person. He makes you a, dis a hater. He makes you a munkir. Rather, if you had just looked at what Allah had given this person and said, if only I had this, I would do the same. Right? And this goes to every single facet of society. You might see someone in a higher position than you at work. 
or someone that has more wealth than you. This hadith speaks specifically about wealth, but we can understand it to mean any good thing that Allah has given someone that they use in a good way. And if you see someone using it, whether it's eloquence, whether it's good character, whatever it is that someone else has that you don't have, what do you need to do to earn the same reward? Just wish and be sincere in your intention that if Allah were to give me this, Ya Rabb, then I will be like this person. Then I would do something like this. But beware of your intention because perhaps Allah will actually give you a means maybe in a smaller capacity. So for example, you might see, you look at this mosque, for example, someone, a lot of people put a lot of efforts to build in this place. And you might say to yourself, if I had the wealth, maybe I would build something this beautiful. But Allah would test you with the wealth that you have. What have you done with it in his path? Even if you only have 10 pounds, have you used it to help others? Have you used it to contribute towards things like this? So this is the first action. This action, which is the raghib, the one who really desires, right? But he doesn't have the means. None of us should ever be deprived of this manzil, of this station. It's an open door. Having a good intention and intending to do good. This is a very vast open door that we should all enter towards. And of course, our eventual goal is to be in the a'la al-manzil, in the highest of states, which is the person who has wealth and has knowledge and spends their wealth in Allah's path and does good actions, right? And they're consistent in their given, right? They're consistent in their given, even if it's small. Notice here that these two are the same. And maybe it's worth looking at two other groups of people not mentioned in this hadith that we can also learn from, that we can also aim to be like. One of such, so for example, if we look at this person that Allah has given wealth and knowledge, right, and spends it in Allah's way, and spends it in a way pleasing to Allah, how can you share in such a reward? Give another example. Look at this mosque, for example. Look at what Allah has established in it. A place where Allah's name is remembered regularly. A place where people come to and pray and the beauty reminds them of Allah's beauty. How can you share in this? This is another group of people, which is the supporters. Al-Mu'een. The one who helps another person to attain something. We know that the Prophet Muhammad said, the one who guides to a good action is like its doer. We also know, we've just finished Ramadan, that he said the one who feeds a fasting person at the time of iftar gets exactly the same reward as the faster. Right? Like the one fasting. And the one fasting's reward is not reduced at all. So you can see by supporting people, by supporting others in their acts of worship, you get the same reward. By supporting righteous people, you get to get the reward of what they do with your support. By supporting houses of God like this, and by doing it regularly, 
you get to share in its blessings. Many of us, if we are like this, if we support others in actions, we will find good deeds in our books that we never did because we helped others to fulfill it. Right? You will find so many good deeds because you supported in that. Perhaps you are in old age and you no longer can memorize the Quran anymore. You can't memorize the whole Quran. How do you get the reward of someone who's memorized the Quran? Go to a place where the Quran is memorized and sponsor a student to do that. Perhaps you want to be a scholar that teaches and guides others to Allah. But perhaps you don't have the free time. Go to institutions where scholars are raised, where scholars are brought up. We have the Cambridge Muslim College. Go to places like that and support them. Perhaps you will get the reward of what they also learn. Right? You want to build a house for Allah, but you don't have the means. Support houses like this, which are built for Allah, which Allah's name is mentioned. And perhaps you will get so much reward that only on the day of judgment would you recognize what you've done. So let's not think that we are limited because we don't have the means to do complete actions. By supporting others in the same action, we get or we share in the reward. And finally, another group, another type of person to look at who also gets similar or, or the same reward is the one who loves people who do right actions. Al-Muhib. We know from the famous hadith, Al-Mar'u ma'aman ahabba. A person will be with those who he loves. So when you see somebody else doing something you cannot do, or you don't have the means to, but you know they're doing righteous actions, love them. Love their action. Let your heart melt positively towards them. And we bear witness, O oh Allah, that we love the Messenger of Allah وسلم, and his family and his companions. So that even if they've gone and they've surpassed us, we hope that by our love for them, and we ask Allah to make our love sincere and true, we hope that by our love for them we'll be joined with them. We have righteous people amongst us that if we start studying today till we die, we might not learn one-third of their knowledge. Rather, when shaitan sees you with someone like this, he will tell you, he will start pointing out their quote-unquote faults to you so that you may be deprived of their blessings. Shaitan will start telling you, oh, he said this 10 years ago. Oh, she did, right? So that you will be deprived of their state. Rather, love them for their righteous actions. And you will be raised with them. Right? By seeing righteous people and loving them for the sake of Allah, a person will be with those who he loves. So these are four groups of four types of people. One from the heart, the one who wishes but doesn't have the means. Two, the one who actually has the means and does it. The third one, the one who supports others that do good things. And the fourth one, the one who loves, goes back to the action of the heart. Right? And if you try, we, we all can't be deprived of one or, of all of these four. We should try to at least be all of them or some of them. Right? When it comes to good deeds. And then it's worth noting the second group that's mentioned in the hadith, the next two people. 
The one who Allah has given wealth but no knowledge. And they spend their wealth to boost their ego. For none, for things that they don't have taqwa of Allah in them. We seek Allah's refuge from this. And they don't spend on their family. Very stingy when it comes to their family. Right? The one who only when asked by their family for help, that's when they're broke. But when it comes to flaunting it in a way that displeases Allah, they spend it as if there's no tomorrow. Right? This person is in the worst of states. We ask Allah's refuge to be of these kind of people. And then, perhaps the most one you should be warned about the most, which is this, someone that looks at someone like this, who flaunts their wealth, who spends it in a way that is impermissible, who doesn't spend on their family, who doesn't use it in a good way, and looks at them and go, oh, I wish I had what this person has so that I can spend it like this. Their burden and their sin is the same. What does this tell us? Let us watch our hearts. Let us watch our hearts because it's the place of intention. Our hearts are precious gifts by Allah and if the right seeds are planted in them, you will find things that will grow beyond the day you'll meet Allah. You will find things that will grow that on the day you'll meet Allah, you'll go, how, how, come, how did all of this become mine? I only fed this person. I only taught one person. But the person taught thousands. I only gave one sincere advice. But the person led thousands after you. Or the person taught someone who taught someone, right? So let's not be deprived of these good deeds, either by supporting others or by at least in our hearts wishing that we were in this good category. And let us not fall into Satan's trap. Because Satan, he wants to deprive you of benefiting from righteous people. So he will start to point out their faults to you. He will start to make their, you know, oh, he didn't say, oh, he made a mistake. Oh, she did that. Oh, she did that. Right? So that you don't share in the reward. And if you had just loved this person or supported this person or at least had a good intention towards them or the good intention of wanting to do the righteous actions that they're doing, perhaps you would have been grouped together and your rewards will be the same. So may Allah make us people who guard their hearts. May Allah guide our hearts for us. May Allah protect us. May Allah make us people who do righteous actions. May Allah make us people who help and support others. And may Allah make us people who truly love others for his sake. And who truly love righteous people for his sake. يحبهم ويحبونه اللهم اجعلنا مما يستمعون القول فيتبعون أحسن أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم واستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم